0: Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Lighthouse Airwaves. I'm Katie and I'm your host. So I think a really good first episode topic to talk about is Tourette's. Just come right out and get the pink elephant out of the room. Um, I'm Katie. As I said. And a little bit about my story is that I didn't find out I had Tourette's until I was 23. And I wasn't officially diagnosed after finding out until I was 26. Okay, so bear with me. But, no, 27. But,. Before you get all upset and how did she not know? My mom had her good had a very good reason for not wanting me to go to the doctor and get officially tested and get officially labeled. Um it was suspected when I was younger and I started showing signs around five and six. And my mom decided because at that time the only med medicine to take for it or that they thought you had to be medicated was, um, Ritalin. And back then Ritalin had been known to make people a little sluggish and they lost some of their spark according to my mom. And so she just made the best decision for me that she could, which was not to get me officially tested. Um, my husband tells me all the time, he was like, it was like you walked into a game with a handicap that you did that the coach didn't tell you you had a handicap and you ended up winning the game anyway. Which is true. Um, growing up, I worked hard for my grades. Um, subjects did come easy and some didn't come easy, like spelling sucked. But yet, um, English and history and if you just heard me snuffle. That's a tick that I have. So you're going to get a lot of those really cool things on this channel. Um, But yes, I studied, but I don't think I studied any more than average. I wasn't struggling to get good grades. They came easy, but sometimes I just needed to study. And sometimes I did horrible, even though I studied. It was just whatever The wind direction decided to blow that day. Like, it didn't matter. Um, But, so, um, moving right along, I graduated college. And I became a special education para at an elementary school. And what got me looking into Tourette's was one of my students barked. And she barked so hard one time that it scared her. So I was like, hmm, how can I help this student out? And nobody knew that she had Tourette's, but I wanted to help her out and see if I can ease things and maybe talk to some people and um help her out. And so I did some research, and as I was reading through, I was like, hmm, I do that. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> I do that. And so... And so I decided I needed to talk to my mom. I was like, hey mom, did you know I do this, this, and this? Like, I home when I eat. Um, my neck twitches. I scrunch my nose up a lot when I'm talking sometimes, or when I'm overly stressed. I do a, a little I do a little funny jump skip thing. Um, sometimes I go brr Mom, I, I think I had Tourette's and her Response was, she was washing dishes and her response was to just look over her shoulder and she said, yeah, I know. Wait, what, mom? You knew? Oh, yeah, I did. And you didn't get me tested? And she goes, no, because I didn't want to lose my beautiful little girl. I wanted you to be vibrant and full of life and not be foggy brained and not act Not like yourself. So I made the decision to not have you on Ritalin. And first I was mad that she chose not to get me fully tested or anything. But then once I met my husband and we talked about it, he was like, no, like, you thrived. You didn't even know you were walking into the game without your hockey stick. And you still ended up scoring all the goals. Like... Look at you fly. I was like, you know what? You're right. But now, as a woman in her 20s, trying to navigate life, knowing that I have a handicap, I start noticing things more, like my tics and how um, they are very distracting for the students that I work with. And so I have to excuse myself um, from the class periods so that I can go... Deal with my Tourette's and calm them down in the bathroom. Um, Tourette's doesn't fall under needing a service dog. and um, But yet my dog helps me. She's perfectly trained. But yet Tourette's doesn't fall under needing a service dog. Which I think is... Unless you somebody out there knows more about it than I do. But I haven't been able to find... Um, because she knows when I get my ticks, and she knows a way to help me suppress them um in a way that it doesn't harm me and I don't explode out of my ticks later um so those are just those are just some of the things that I've had to deal with um I know some of my students are like hey like I, I notice, and I'm like, yeah, it's just part of who I am. Um, there is only one of my coworkers that I work with that knows I have Tourette's, and for so long I've battled with the well, actually, no, I take that back, three. Um, but I I've battled so hard against wanting to seem normal because I've always known that something's not. I'm not like every other Joe Blower out there. I have something that makes me unique. And I march to the beat of my own drum. And so I've always been afraid to be like, Hey, look, I have this this thing mm, that makes me make funny noises. And I hum when I eat. And I skip a little differently. It's Tourette's. But do I go out and shout it. No, try not to, because there's still a stigma around it that you're that crazy person in the background going bark, 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 bark. Or you're the crazy person who can't function and all they say are cuss words. Not true. Not true at all. Um, some of the stats on uh, Tourette's, the last time I looked, um, it is genetic. It Is passed down. Um, My, since I am a girl, my male children are ninety five more percent more likely to get it, Um, and my any daughters that I have are have a seventy six percent chance of carrying it. Um, It if the female has the genetic markers and the genetics for it. Um, females can be carriers or we can have it and then the the children that we have have a higher chance of having it themselves the only person that I know in my family that uh, that I knew of that had Tourette's was my grandpa or it was suspected that my grandpa had it turns out a couple of my cousins do too I didn't know this. I didn't know it at all. But just like them, and they probably felt all alone having Tourette's, we've managed our symptoms ourselves, which I think is amazing because there was something I saw in my life that didn't match, didn't mesh, and I saw where I wanted to go, and I knew that... I had to find a way to get there, so I started coping with things like tapping my leg to help me stay focused or to give me movement when I needed to twitch, um, help me stay in class. If it got too bad, i just excuse myself to go to the bathroom, and then I would make funny noises, um... Yes, I was bullied, but not necessarily for my tics. People just thought it was Katie and that gave them a right to make fun of me. When talking to my best friends, uh, that I've had for years and I came it was like coming out of the closet. I was like, Hey guys, um, I have Tourette's and they were like, Oh no. And so I started explaining and they were like, Oh, well, we just thought that this was you we didn't know anything different. And that's what I want people to know is people the right people won't see you as different. They'll see you as you and they love you. It it won't matter. So bless bless that. And then once my mother-in-law found out, her question to my husband was, You knew she had Tourette's? And he was like, Yeah we talked about it and she goes, do you still love her? And this was when we were still dating. And his response was, yeah, mom, of course I still love her. I mean, I asked her to marry me and she goes, okay then. Well, that's good enough for me. (laughs) Then We went on our Sunday dinner as normal. And it's, interactions and instances like that that make me go aha there's hope for human beings after all we're not all class a jerks and we don't always pick on the little guy and we don't always bully this the special ed kid and so and maybe me having Tourette's and not knowing I had Tourette's is why I can relate to my students so well and why um I've been able to pull things out of my students that other parents haven't because they don't understand. They've never been sped. I was sped and didn't know I was sped, which I think is pretty awesome. And you think sped, they're like, oh, low IQ. Not entirely. Some of the smartest kids I know just have a little slow time reading or um, they have something like ADHD. Well, that makes it really hard for them to learn, even though they're straight A students. So I'm there to help them focus. Hey, what's up? What's going on in your brain? Oh, man, you know, I'm thinking about my Xbox and this and that. And then I started looking outside and then ba da 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 And before I know it, Johnny Joe over there is like five million miles past Sunday. And I'm like, well, oh, let's ring it back. One thing at a time. So I'm like, hey, social story time. So first we'll do this. Well, not social story, more like a, I give them a list. Let's conquer one thing at a time. Focus on that. Can you do that? And the kid goes, yes. So tasks are really important for us. And if we don't have tasks and we don't have organization and we don't have a schedule, things start looking a little messy. Yes, messy. Messy. I have really bad OCD and anxiety. That's part of my Tourette's. That's part of what goes on inside my brain. But yet, I still can't manage to organize my craft room, my closet, my dresser, or put away some clothes that I washed two months ago. That's just how it happens, because I also have the anxiety part, which I get overwhelmed when I see big piles of things, and then I just start hyperventilating, and I'm not able to breathe, and then I got to walk away, and then I end up watching three hours of Criminal Minds, or, you know, five episodes of New Girl or something, and then before I know it, I'm like, oh, it's bedtime, and I got nothing accomplished, and then the cycle starts all over again. Need to focus on one thing today, I focused on the dishes. I did the dishes. And now I'm going to sit down and I'm going to work on my small business. Because I own a small business. Which is awesome. It's a way that I can de-stress and share with others. So I encourage you guys to get out there and do something. It doesn't. Me- I'm not only talking to the Tourette's people. The people out there that have Tourette's. Wow, I was a little... Insensitive Tourette's people. Jeepers. (laughs) Sorry. Don't mean to offend. People out there that have a diagnosis of Tourette's. Whether it's super mild and nobody can really notice. Or it's super obnoxious like mine is. Sniffling and making noises. And accidentally biting myself. And ending up throwing my shoulders out. My hips out. Because my tics are so violent. Um, One time when I was living in my apartment with... Some girls from college, I punched the wall so hard, I had bruised knuckles. Um, I've also woken up with random bruising. I like to sleep as close to the wall as possible. And so um, I will twitch in my sleep and I will wake up with random bruises or um, dislocated limbs <laughs> because I ticked so hard in my sleep. And yes, you tick in your sleep. I do. My husband says I've woken him up many times, ticking. (laughs) Um, But I don't look at my Tourette's as a handicap. And there's a lot of people who are overprotective of the people in their life who have a disability. Um, In my experience, working with people who have learning disabilities or just disabilities in general, they will tell you, just treat them normally that's what my students tell me all the time they're like my mom is so protective she doesn't ever want to leave me alone and she tells me all the time how my disease defines me and the kid's like i i I don't have a disease i'm normal i promise i'm like of course you're normal because this because normal normal is also a really bad label it belongs on a dryer and that's it but I tell my kids, I'm like, you know what? You're your own version of cool. You can do whatever you set your mind to. You have control over your feelings and you have control over where you end up. No one else has that power to say that. And so I have kids that are now getting close to straight A's. And they now have colleges scouting them and st- Even some of them are thinking about going into the military, which I am so proud of them. But that's, you have to pour into those people and treat them like my mom treated me. She treated me like I was the most normal, special little girl in the world. Nothing too crazy. She didn't tell me I had Tourette's. And look, it didn't define me. At all. I think it's actually my cool little best friend. I carry it with me everywhere and it's my constant companion, whether I like it or not. It's like your annoying twin sister that you were born with that you're just like, man, I want to punch you in the face, but man, I'm so glad we share a room and we can share clothes and we love the same stuff. <laughs> like, that's how I feel about Tourette's. It's my buddy, it's my pal. I take it everywhere I go. And it is a cool conversation starter for some people. When they're like, what is this? I'm like, this is Tourette's. (laughs) And relearning coping skills. So, that's my life in a nutshell. That is my little 17-18 minute spiel on Tourette's. My version of it. It's cool. And... Oh, having tick Oh, lem- one story. Having ticks while wearing heels does not a steady walker make. It makes for twisted bruising, swollen ankles. Which if you know me at all, my brother has been telling me for years that he wants to buy me um bubble wrap to wrap me up in it because I'm so accident prone. And literally the only way I can get around places is if I'm dancing. Well, I'm not that coordinated anymore because I don't take dance lessons. And so when I dance, I sometimes trip and fall. (laughs) So, But I love being me. I wouldn't trade me for anyone else. I do crazy cool art. I love obnoxious shows. Um... My favorite animal is, well, I love dogs, I love horses, I love cats. Like, I'm a normal, a normal quote unquote. I am a beautiful human being. Art is one of my favorite things to do. I love wacky colors. My art room is a conglomeration of hippie, bright colors and rustic, country with some boho-inspired desert stickers just plastered to the wall, and then a random fox painting my best friend painted me for a Christmas present because Katie is a foxy lady, says she. I have two wonderful desks that I spread out on. I have pictures of my my family and my husband, and i i love- I love it I love life, I love taking pictures. I don't let it stop me. it's part of who I am. There are days that I let it define me, but I just keep going, and I think the k- kinder people can be, the better off we'll all be um so Hope that gave you a little nugget to think on. And I wouldn't recommend just running out and being like, you have Tourette's and you have Tourette's and you have Tourette's. But I would recommend you running out and going, hey, I don't know what their story is, but how can I make their day better? Hey, I don't know what your story is, but man, I would love to hang out with you, make your day better. Let's get some coffee. Man, I don't know what you went through last night, but you look like you could use a friend and a hug or since COVID, (laughs) huh? A uh elbow tag or something. Um, you know, go go do something that'll improve someone else's situation. Don't just go around pointing fingers. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Lighthouse Airwaves. I hope you enjoyed episode one. And I cannot wait to see you back here next week. Same time. Okay, love y'all. Do a good deed. Bye.